0: and shows is filmed in front of a live twitch audience hey everyone welcome back to bros and shows i am your host josiah aka mauler67 and with me as always i have my buddy i got my pal i got my brother my brother austin austin how you doing today i'm doing pretty good (laughs) pretty good heck yeah austin i appreciate that i uh (sighs) forgot to mute my discord so everyone heard that blip blip of uh discord <laughs> on that one yeah but what, what can you do awesome how's your weekend
1: uh it was one of the craziest weekends i've ever had
0: uh, okay do tell i don't so, know why it would be crazy that's weird
1: so so but so actually could you go first because i actually want to segue into the episode with something uh, so how was is, how is your weekend? Because actually we could talk back and forth because we actually saw each other this weekend.
0: Yeah, and that's also why we're not recording at 1 p.m. like we wanted to start. I mean, we can do that next week, I believe. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, next week we'll oh, be probably doing probably it. Do it.
0: We'll try, we'll try our hardest. We're figuring out our lives, everyone, okay? We're not great. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my weekend was was pretty nice. I uh, After Friday night, uh, Friday night, got off of work. work. Um, friend Jordan is back into town. Uh, friend of the show's uh, Oka. Um, back in town, he moved back here. He picked me up after work, and then we went and met up with you and your friends. We was, watched Northman, yes. which is a Edgar film, or whatever the dude's name yep. is. A uh, Robert Edgar's film. This is my first film I've ever seen of his. Mm-hmm. And... My quick review without going into spoilers is because it's my first film. I don't know the act, the director's pacing or style. I enjoyed like the uh, the scenery and everything, but everything was very like, what do I want to call it? Like, um, beautiful or so on. Environmental shots. Great environmental shots, and then also um. What's that stupid? Uh, <laughs> it was like stage acting, to some degree. Yeah. And then it felt like it was going to end at different points, and then it never did. And I was just like, well, mm-hmm. that's why I get for assuming. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like I, I, enjoyed the film. I had, I had a very solid time watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh. After that Saturday, met with you guys. We went to the Strip District. In Pittsburgh, ate some peace love and little donuts, rehired our lives forever, and then we went and had promenades. After that, I went and drove to Vampire the Masquerade, my LARP, with my friend Jordan, because he came to watch it, and we had fun, enjoyed it, and that was my Saturday. And then Sunday, I slept, woke up, played some games, fell back asleep. And here we are. <laughs>
1: yes here we are
0: what about you Austin?
1: so uh so everyone knows that we we hung out on saturday and stuff um so something actually happened to me yesterday night that was something that was completely crazy um so i was staying at a buddy's house in Charleroi, pennsylvania and when i was there i uh There's uh, they have this tradition of like doing a foghorn uh, like late at night. So at like 10 a.m. they go and it's like super loud. And it's when an emergency happens or something happens. So at 10 o'clock at night, uh, the air horn sound because we wanted to show uh, my buddy uh, about it and see how ridiculous it is. Okay. so he decided we decided to do it. So we did. And after the air horn happened, about five minutes later, we heard three gunshots. And yeah, so we heard three gunshots and we were like freaking out, you know, completely freaking out and we didn't think anything of it. We thought like it was fireworks or something, but it turned out it was not. So what happened was uh, we saw two men running up his alley and the other one running down the road and a police officer followed just right afterwards with a gun drawn and a flashlight and was like have you seen two people run past here we're like yeah a guy ran up this alley this one way and down the road the other way so we didn't know what was going on so we posted on the facebook watch page of that town and we come to find out that it was an active shooting uh no one was unfortunately no one was hurt it was Fortunate. an argument did, did you say yeah. unfortunately or fortunately fortunately okay,
0: no okay. <laughs> was, I'm, I'm like awesome hold sorry, up sorry, did you say what i thought I said? <laughs>
1: So, um, so what happened was someone got into an argument with a certain somebody and they shot at three, three, uh, rounds at a house. And so, uh, you know, of course, after that happened, we locked our doors and we, we waited and then we got a post about one o'clock in the morning that they apprehended the suspect and that, you know, so at that time, uh, he was apprehended. And he uh, is going to jail now, and uh-huh. and then I came back to home to Ohio, but to the, just like I was,
0: what? the farm fields of Ohio from a
1: yep, film. yep, and you know, you know, with the suspect in custody, there's only one person you should call, and that is Better Call Saul.
0: I would call H H M. Oh,
1: so yeah, we did season one of Better Call Saul. So we did, yeah, this is a sideshow. From a character of Breaking Bad, uh, this, called Saul Goodman.
0: Okay, let, let's let's talk about this first because this is going to yeah. come up a lot probably in our seasons of it. So, mm-hmm. I have watched season one, two, three, and four. Fifth season just got re- um, remo- uh, placed, oh, removed, placed, mm-hmm. removed, placed on Netflix. I have not mm-hmm. seen that one yet. I am not going to watch it until that week. Um, I have not started watching season six. I know you have. I believe. Um that's fine. Yeah. That's all cool. If people are caught with Saul and just want to listen to this to retroactively hear like thoughts and whatnot, perfect. Mm-hmm. All for you. You want to follow along? Perfect. I'll be going with you. Mm-hmm. With that said, watching this season reconfirms in my heart that I think Bear Call Saul is a better show than Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And agree. it's no offense to Breaking Bad. It it's like comparing silver to gold, you know? Like you look at so you look at Breaking Bad and you're like that was phenomenal that was amazing, but the characters of Better Call Saul is just better to me. I I like um, Jimmy's character Saul Goodman way more. I like his fight with his morale. Walter had fights with his morale and then kind of threw it away and who cared? And then of course Mike. Mike, Graham and Troutman, like having him in the show, and I, I, I'll be honest, I forgot that he showed up so early. He was like a big part of season one. Yeah, I love that guy. I'm like two <laughs> characters I absolutely love in this show. I'm all down for it. I, I, I just believe that Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad, and if people have, uh, like, fears about watching. Breaking Bad, like drugs or verification of such things, because I I know of a handful of people who said that Better Call Saul is the better show, and if you watch Better Call Saul and by the end of it, which I can't say because I haven't seen the sixth season in the sixth season is still going, um, you enjoy it a lot and you want to continue watching the show with similar writing. That's a segue into Breaking Bad. I, I think the show, though different in approach of certain things. Is a great like one-two combo with Breaking Bad, and it makes Breaking Bad mm. probably. I'm hoping of of what I know of the seasons. I don't know about the last the last season and the the season before that. I hope that it sets up things properly to go into Breaking Bad, so that they can be like Bear call Saw Breaking Bad. If they ever do another show, Bam, Knockout Ko. You know mm. that I just I just and i like this show i i was watching it i'm just like yep nope yeah i binged like five episodes of this easily uh that's a good show to me Mm -hmm. that that's my opinion Austin. i don't know what your opinion
1: i would have to say i agree um you know i think the cast (laughs) oh so so i think the cast is very well put together uh, and even some of the side characters that come in are are well, well put together really well. Mm-hmm. And they mash really well. Like uh was it uh Chuck and uh we see Nacho and um Yeah what's the yeah. uh, um, oh, well,
0: Marco. I'm trying to, Marco is his friend.
1: No, I'm not talking about Marco, I'm talking about um oh Chuck's uh partner in the law firm, uh, uh howard Howard.
0: I was saying Henry, out Henry, Henry in my head Henry. for some reason.
1: Yeah. So Howard, uh, you know. So I finished the last episode.
0: Why was that so this... hard?
1: <laughs> so I think these characters work really well together, and they bounce off really good together. And I think the beginning, like the you know, just how it begins, and uh, you know when you watch Breaking Bad, if you watch Breaking Bad and then you watch this, you know of Saul Goodman. But then when you start this, his name is Jim James McGill. Yeah. And we get to see like the rise of Saul Goodman. And yeah. that's why I was super excited to see, because I wanted to know, like there was a lot of like stories that Saul would talk about his past and Mike would talk about his past. And there was some of those questions that were answered. And, um, you know, it was it was very interesting, and I have a couple things that I'm going to bring up, uh, little Easter eggs from the Breaking Bad series when we when we get when we're going to dive more into this season. So we can go ahead and dive in if we would like to.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I I mean I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I was watching, I was like excited. I remember, so I remember the first time I watched season one. I was super excited to see it start with him getting his law degree and just being like yeah i'm gonna be a lawyer and then like bad things happen the show did a different angle to that than i expected like no his he had a brother oh well, he has a yeah. brother uh his brother was was a lawyer and then i i like after the course of the season you see a lot of the um relationship between both his brother and howard the uh other higher up his uh, the partner partner mm-hmm. of the thing mm-hmm. and you start seeing this is less of a triumphant rise to be saul goodman after like just after the first like three episodes of the season you see oh no this is gonna be a rough ride for him mm-hmm. He's trying everything in his power not to be this person that they call Slipping Jimmy. Which, Mm. crazy nickname, I will say. It's crazy. I'm like, who came up with that name?
1: Yep, Slipping Jimmy.
0: Slipping Jimmy. Yep. And it kind of like, watching the season, I'm like, man, it's he is trying everything. He is fighting a moral compass that you do not see very often in Breaking Bad. The only one who has like a, a more a moral compass that's as like teetering as him in Breaking Bad, I would say, is probably Jesse. And that's not a very good one to begin with. Like Jesse's over here doing like making crack and whatnot. Like he don't care. Yeah. Or or Chris Math, I don't know. I don't know if there's I'll be honest, I don't know anything about drugs. But he's trying everything by the books. And ah. Uh, Oh man okay yeah go go ahead and say what you want to start with awesome because i would be jumping around because i was about to start talking about the end and then jump back to the beginning and yeah so
1: there is one thing that i'd like to uh, we could talk about the first episode so okay one of the best parts of the first episode that i love is we um get introduced to chuck and you come to find out Chuck's got like this magnet, electro, some type of disease.
0: Electromagnetic one. hypersensitivity.
1: There we go. Look uh-huh. at
0: this. Because uh, I'm sure like anyone else who watched the show instantly Googled if that's a real thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did not. I oh, did not. I, I totally did.
0: I was and like, that can't be real, like,
1: right? Well, well, no, that's exactly what I said. I was like, it probably isn't real. And I just want to leave it up to the fact that the show shows me that it's not real. And and it did uh, in this season, we find out. Um, yeah. So the thing is, um, I just want to say, sometimes what's great about Better Call Saul is they have like a moment where you comedy shouldn't be a thing but it is and i'm talking about the first scene of the show where you know he's defending these three teenagers uh-huh. and he's like you know these boys broke in they just want to sow their wild oats and like do all this stuff you know and like oh yeah f- do all this and then come to find out that <laughs> their crime is awful yeah and it's, it's so messed
0: up. it's not it's not awful. it's messed up like that yeah. is like i don't care if they didn't hurt anyone right that's yeah. a sign of sociopaths if they were yeah. able to do that and yeah. i'm like they need mental help even mm-hmm. if they're not if, even if they're like reduced sentence or whatever because they are like kid, kids mm-hmm. they still need mental like help because that absolutely disgusting whenever you i i wasn't prepared for i didn't i didn't laugh i mean okay no that's not true
1: i laughed because after one jimmy's like wild oats and they just show up and the defense does not i mean the plaintiff does not even stop doesn't say a word he just goes over and puts the videotape in and shows it to the jury Mm -hmm. and it's just like well uh, i think you lost the case now. there's cases
0: like that where it's just like this speaks for itself we only even need to have at this point it's just us showing you what they did and then the defense defending why they're in good character and they should get less sentence which
1: i think would have been super hard to do and it was
0: well it was especially whenever you heard like them like laughing and joking about and then making the decision and then doing like cutting like all that crazy stuff Mm. you hear them go through that process if yeah. it was something like oh it fell in their laps and they like thought about it and everything and then they reluctantly did it or something like that they could probably get reduced, being that they're minors or whatnot. No, they're freaking <laughs> psych ward.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they were pretty freaking nuts. Like some of them were like oh my gosh, you know. So um, it was it
0: was a little crazy. So
1: yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I so uh, so uh, my vampire the masquerade game sorry I, I always will bring this up because this is a big part of my free time that I enjoy my character and my my other friends character I bought like a uh, uh, like a business essentially and started a business and it's a tea shop but I specifically said that what I wanted my shop to be like you have the shop up front and then, if you go in the back behind the steam boiler, you can open a room, and that's my room. That's where I live. Mm-hmm. And all I was saying to myself when I was doing is, like, hey, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> I'm living in the back of a business. It's great. Which, mm-hmm. side note, is that the same business that he lawyers from in Breaking Bad? I didn't, I don't think so. Because there's the scene where he's like, he explains loitering money to jesse and they're at a nail shop do you remember that scene oh yeah that is the the same one is that because i assume because he's friends with them and everything that would be perfect for him to loiter money through it and it would help them keep going they already are friends with him that, that's what i thought whenever i saw it i i don't know if it's it it definitely isn't confirmed in this season. I'm not sure if it's confirmed in other seasons or not. It's been a while since I watched this, at least two years. So my knowledge is a little. uh,
1: So let's talk about, you know, let's, let's go through this. Like, you know, people have watched the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's talk about some of the Easter eggs that I've seen.
0: Oh, damn. Uh, All right. Easter eggs. All right, go, go, go. So
1: we had a special guest appearance in the first episode of of, uh, Tuco. Tuga was the crazy drug dealer in season one of Breaking Bad. Yep. yep. And mentally unstable, crazy, and he's still that way. Um, but it shows like Jimmy, I think the reason why we had to have that episode because Jimmy tries to set up uh, a person to help, you know, help his kind of lawyer business. So he sets up a scam to get these skaters to like, you know, hit hit the thing and come to find out it's the wrong vehicle, but it's the same style vehicle and the same color. It just was the wrong person and it was tuko's grandma mm-hmm. and so we got to experience tuko uh and then we were introduced to nacho and, and his uh, grandma and his grandma
0: and which we I'm to find it, out is that the okay mm-hmm. so I know that Hector right that's the the oldest salamonga yep. Yep. is that tuko's grandpa or uncle. is that his uncle that's his uncle. That's his uncle. Okay, I was about to be like, is that, is that, uh. Oh my gosh, I just said his name and I can't remember it now. Hector. Hector's wife. That, that's why I thought for a second. No. Okay, no. well. I don't
1: think so. Uh, yeah, because I a nice think Hector is his uncle. So, uh, so, uh, we got to see, uh, Tuco from Breaking Bad. Mm hmm. The other thing I wanted to point out is there is a couple of things that I noticed. That uh, you know that that were Breaking Bad callbacks, and there was an episode of Breaking Bad where Jesse and uh, Saul was talking about persuasion, and he was like, "One time I persuade." Oh wait, actually, I want to talk about this Easter first before I talk about this. So at the beginning of Saul, like Better Call Saul, the show is in black and white, and this is
0: oh yeah, that's important
1: of Better Call Saul.
0: Uh, No Breaking Bad.
1: Breaking Bad. And the first shot we see is a sign of the um, I'm trying to think cinnamon what. Bun. Yeah, it's cinnamon bun, but it's in a certain place. Uh oh, I forget like, exactly an airport. what it's called. Yeah. So uh I, I it's a mall. Well, you know it's a mall. It's a mall, but the reason why they showed the shot of the health inspector was because Saul in Breaking Bad was when Walt and him went into hiding. He was like, "Hey, you know, he's like, we got a good thing here. You shouldn't leave." And he's like, "Well, so I'm not sitting around to do this." And he goes, "Well, hopefully, Omaha. That's what it was, Oklahoma or whatever it was." So, do you remember they 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 sat on a still image of of uh, what the food, like the health department approved Omaha? It was like the first clip of the show. I don't. And they say Omaha okay the reason why they did that because in breaking bad uh when saul and walter are trying to escape with their secret identities
0: yeah with the vacuum cleaner guy yeah
1: he's starting to talk to walter about hey you know like don't leave and he's like why I, I, you know i want to get out there and he's like no he's like maybe we're lucky that we'll end up in a uh, cinema bun in omaha
0: right. okay so, okay I thought, ended up in the when you were in saying Omaha. like the when you were saying the health inspector thing. I thought it was going to be something on that, not the fact that he was in a location in Omaha. Yeah. So uh, the I, reason why was, they showed yeah.
1: that shot was because he actually got in a the cinema in, in Omaha. Oh. Yeah. So that was a hit back to Breaking Bad, uh, which is completely hilarious. And then the other one that I wanted to talk about is, oh wow, I, I just completely drew a blank. Uh, yeah. So there was an episode of Breaking Bad where Jimmy was talking to. Uh, Jesse about being very confident in yourself and if you believe in yourself then you can make any other anybody else believes in yourself and that was the time when like Walt stopped cooking and they were trying to get Jesse just to cook Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he could do his formula and why he said that is he told a story about a time where he's like there was one time where I actually convinced a girl I was Kevin Costner oh yeah yeah and so at that one episode when she wakes up And uh, with his buddy Like when it's like the older times When they're like uh, doing the whole scam thing with the watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She goes You're not Kevin Costner And she wants <laughs> And it clicked I was like oh my gosh That's a Breaking that's a Bad like throwback mm-hmm. And that's like one of the things I I you know I, I got to see
0: There's a lot all... of so, so this is the one thing I do enjoy About mm-hmm. the concept of a prequel to a sequel That you'll think Especially whenever the prequel is a better dive-in point than the sequel. Yeah. Know? Like, it's it's one thing to watch the original Star Wars movies. Man, I love those Star Wars movies. Um, yeah. And then watch the prequel series and be like, okay, the prequel series are fine. They're good. They're just... Because I feel like this series does better. It's fun to see reactions between people who watch Breaking Bad first and people who watch Better Call Saul. First. Yeah. Because things that we call throwbacks in Better Call Saul will be predictions for uh, or or like remember that moment in um, yeah.
1: Breaking, Bad. Breaking
0: Bad. Like whenever the whole mm-hmm. nail salon, when they go there, they'll be like, wait, isn't this the nail salon from Better Call Saul? Or hey, it's Mike Ehrmantraut from bear call saw like i am i'm interested because i do believe this series is better than breaking bad Bad. or like new watchers Mm -hmm. and i i kind of want i kind of want to see people with that perspective Mm
1: -hmm. and then uh we got to also see um you know we got to see mike and we heard about Mike's background.
0: Yeah, uh, that his, was okay.
1: That was one of the best episodes of this
0: season. Mike, my made me love. Absolutely made me Again? love. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> it, there's no, just something about Mike, um, Mike's character, Mike's background, the fact that he was a cop, and then you find out like, no, my boy was clean. It was me. I was dirty. I. Mm. I broke my boy. And I was like, when he said that, my brain went like, I'm killing my boy. I'm killing my boy. In our own You're hands. Own room. I do want to no. do a, I do want to do like a super cut of every single show or movie that says like, I'm blanking," like I'm doing something to my boy. Like, look how they killed my boy. Look what they did to my boy. Oh, man, Godfather reference. I broke my boy, which I I've never Lambert. seen. <laughs> Yeah, I just always heard so, it.
1: So, that episode is my favorite episode this season, and it's because of the performance that Jonathan Banks puts on as Mike Germon You We get to see <laughs> raw emotion of a a man that did wrong and it affected his son, and it ended to it ended up being the death of his, his son. Yeah, and then him getting revenge on the people that did it
0: because the law because the, the, he know like okay the whole concept of that is really fun and well no it's not really fun uh, it, it's 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 an interesting conundrum because like he knows everyone in that precinct is corrupt yeah he knows that if he tries to go and say anything they're just going to silence him so he takes it into his own hands Gone. And I love the scene when he does because he plays like he's drunk. He lets them all think they're in control and then turns around 180 whenever they're like, got a gun. I got his gun. Uh, you no, know, he, was, he was sad that he lost his boy. He couldn't live with the deal, so uh, he took his own life. And he's like, I will have done that too. And then they turn, the dude pulls the guy, it clicks, and you're like, Oh, he knew. Yep. <laughs> He's not that drunk. <laughs> and then bam, bam. And two, f- to, two for good luck. Oh, yeah. man. That scene was uh oh, That's like the, the, the Mike I love scene. Is this yeah. pretty guy who just no half measure. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and um, you know, when he finally reveals everything, you know, it, it's to his daughter-in-law. Yeah. You know, like he not tells his her daughter,
0: like his daughter. That's the one thing that's really crazy about it that he is that close to his daughter-in-law. That daughter-in-law's like she must not have active parents and something. Mike doesn't have a wife. Mm-hmm. And they both lost the one thing that connect them, but that connection was so strong that it, it held up. Yeah. And that's what makes that even more tragic. Watch. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's rough because yep. it's one of my favorite episodes because we get to see raw emotions. And at this time, like Mike is being investigated about the two murders of the police officers. And you know, there's a part where like the agents are like, "So if I go talk to your daughter-in-law, is she going to tell me anything?" And he's like, "Well, she'll tell you what she wants to tell you." And at that point, he re- he trusts her so much that he revealed before that he killed the two police officers that killed.
0: Yeah, to her and yeah. he, he's like they were the ones who did it, basically what he did is like they murdered him mm. they will yeah. walk free forever mm. I have I, told you everything and if you can live with that then we can live with that but if you can't that's fine too Yeah, and that's the type of like character Mike is like the, the guy could have been an amazing batman if he was just a millionaire and wanted to fight crime, yeah,
1: because it,
0: it, it's like that thing. Like, yeah, no, I kill people, but if people are okay with me killing people. Then, Gotham moves on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man. man, I just love Mike. I, I just, uh, I, I, I said this in Breaking Bad, and I'll say it again. This, this show, Bob Oberkirk Kirk as uh, Saul or uh, Jimmy he's the bard of the show uh in the is it the first episode what episode is it it's it's close to the beginning, with the whole tuco thing mm-hmm. where he convinces them not to kill the boys but instead break their legs yeah and he 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 expertly talks a psychopathic killer down from just easy murdering two people and moving on with his life to just breaking their legs and leaving at and i like the scene where he like turns to him shakes his hand. And he's like rough but fair or or like harsh but fair or something like that that's just that that's why i like him is because he can he can make deals he can work it out he can talk his way out of situations and then you have mike over there who's like the <laughs> mm-hmm. train assassin going around just pop 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 do what i need to do and talk what i want to talk about and move on with yeah. my life
1: yep you know, that's com- that's completely <sighs> it like mike is that character and, all right um yeah you know.
0: mm-hmm. I do want to talk about uh, Jimmy's bro- buddy how his brother Chuck? yeah oh gosh okay. mm-hmm. I know I don't like Chuck and it was this season why I didn't like Chuck yeah chuck's a douche he's a jerk bag nothing yeah. nothing hits harder like i felt jimmy's sadness when he like yells at him he's like why are you always against me he's like you're not a real lawyer i worked my butt off to become a lawyer and you got in some online courses And i'm just like bro you're not a, you're you're not a good brother if you purposely your brother brother to keep him from succeeding yeah and i'm like that's that's so messed up and after the whole season seeing how much jimmy mm -hmm. like extra stuff jimmy does to help him to keep him like active alive and doing all this stuff he cares to this sick of fancy. there's even the scene with the doctor where she basically straight up shows that what he's saying is not true and that he needs psychic help and power yeah. attorney should be pulled from him then after him yeah. doing all that stuff Chuck basically just says like no Jimmy I never I, I, I never thought you would be good enough I, I I was the reason why you never got a job at HHM. I didn't mm-hmm. want you there you didn't deserve it and I was like Argh! I was so mad. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes me madder than, than like a brother or, or, or a sibling or, or like someone related to you doing that to someone. Because it's like that's you want to know where Slippin' Jimmy comes from. It's because of people like that in his life. People aren't jerk bags for any reason unless there's someone who forces them down that route because they cut off all the other pathways. Yeah, I am. That's
1: completely I, w- I will
0: hold to that and i'm like no matter how much chuck wants to like talk trash about jimmy he he's part of the reason jimmy exists
1: you know, i agree i agree with that 100 you know and i felt jimmy's pain i agree with you like i felt that pain when he learns all that stuff it reminds me of like some things that i've had in my life and hey man it, i said it, i'm sorry
0: like you. i moved on
1: <laughs> not you Uh, but yeah, there's, there's some things in my life where that's happened. I felt betrayed. I felt like I was like doomed to fail Mm -hmm. and I was, and that's why, you know, just like Saul, I, I didn't become a lawyer and then become a criminal. It was more of like, you became a criminal
0: and then became a lawyer.
1: (laughs) Then I just became a lawyer from what was it? Hawaiian Samoa, some type of
0: college community college, college or something college, like
1: that community college something like that but i was gonna say like my number one thing with this is jimmy's learning to live the way jimmy wants to live and he, you, you you're starting to see that now where he doesn't really care too yeah. much about what people say now because that's, after that's being the betrayed thing. by chuck
0: yeah that's the thing through the whole series you see him trying to be what people want him to be and it's not until the end of the season chuck tells him that that he realizes him trying to be what other people want him to be he'll never satisfy those people they have predetermined emotions by themselves which is something i say a lot to one of my friends that i'm like people don't like you people don't like you it doesn't matter how good you are around them how great you are if you do anything that reinforces their stereotype of you you will instantly be thrown back to lowest low in their brain. That's just how people work. Some people are better at forgiving and moving on than others. And the people who can't, or at least towards individuals who can't, just shouldn't have them around. It's just the truth. That's my that's my thought process, man. And like it's it's so it's so harsh to see Jimmy like the jimmy has tried so hard you especially whenever they show his like background with um marco the, the 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 dealings he would do there and how he dropped that he dropped his life in a completely different area moved all the way out to albuquerque just to work in a mail room crap dude i'm living out in pittsburgh i won't move to ohio if you ask me to work in a mail room at all mm. It's so, oh man, it's, he doesn't deserve the crap that Chuck gives to him and Chuck is self-righteous.
1: So funny, funny thing. Uh Uh, You know, like how we talked in the past in this podcast about how we've seen actors come on and we're like, Hey, that guy's from this. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I had that moment on the episode with Marco, uh, which is the season finale where he goes back and they, they kind of like show what he did with the Rolex thing
0: yeah the, the prank thing so, well the, the, the
1: first so the first person that he tries to scam you know is the guy that does the wolf he's like Argh! um yes. you know so that person is from
0: clerks 2. yeah he, he plays, was the one who was talking yeah. about the uh lord of the rings yeah Thomas. yeah <laughs> so, i saw him and i instantly went like hey don't vomit again buddy too. there you go the hobbits talk about the shire <laughs> stuff stuff <laughs> a little weird look that Frodo gives gandalf and sam and tells the other hopses i remember that Austin. yeah you mean, so like, uh, you had me watch that and i was like well that's forever stuck in my brain now thanks a lot yeah
1: yeah this one's for brody no uh, so this one's for Brody. <laughs> so uh yeah it was kind of funny to see that like i saw that and i was like oh my gosh i wonder if josiah remembers that but yep. i want to click that in his head so that's fine that's funny that you still remember that. Here's I, the thing, I Austin. I steered that movie into your head.
0: I saw him and I instantly went, I know that guy. I don't remember where he's from, but the second you said clerks too, my brain instantly connected all the dots. <laughs> I didn't, I, the face didn't recognize me. I just remember him looking at the dude and being like, listen here. You little uh, and it blows up and that's whenever everything connected.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know um, let's talk about I'd like to talk about the two people that Jimmy was trying to defend
0: oh uh, the, so the two defendants caught, who yeah. take the money
1: yeah so <laughs> what's really funny is I do not like that woman at all
0: no she's a an
1: <laughs> she is she's like oh well, there is no money there, there is. is no money and it's like can you just not like tell anyone like we're here we went out camping and you know like um that that was ridiculous. And then, um, I, I just I real I forgot how much I hated that woman because she does some things that are very questionable. and I'm just like, Ugh. you know, you know, this Hello? the whole taking the bribe mm-hmm. that we got to see. and Jimmy takes it. You know, it it crushed me a little bit. I was like, "Oh no, this is this the thing that makes him like become Saul Goodman?" And they teased us, <laughs> so you know, it was you know, it was uh, that thing. But um, you know, y- that here's whole... the thing
0: about that, right? Mm-hmm. All I could think about was that like Jimmy just needs. A break, you know, he just needs one single break. He needs someone to say yes to And In that situation when he takes the money my brain went is like this is jimmy taking a yes from people who who are like Where he can't you know and and he doesn't like just take that money and blow it He invests it in things gets himself a suit. He does an ad he Get pays off like debts and everything he uses the money like he's not some broke guy who just chucks his money in the air because he's like I'm rich yeah. now He actually invests it and does it and that's what made me really sad when he gave it back Because like yes, give it back but, um, It's the right thing to do all that good stuff But at the same yeah, time would... I'm like yeah. He deserves he, he deserves that money he deserves all that things and it just Mm -hmm. it hurt me on a personal level hearing that woman is like you look the type you're the type of lawyer that
1: um, criminals um, hire
0: criminals hire which is funny because I was listening to like lawyers react to the season at one point and they're like Mm -hmm. yeah that's a legit thing people will not hire you if they think you are a like
1: ambulance change there
0: yeah so there's there you can make a lot of money doing that stuff but once you become known as that, that's all you can do and not move around. And it just sucks because Jimmy is just automatically put there first. Yeah. Uh, but- yeah I, that, that woman was dumb. Jimmy said best when he's like, look, I can see you're upset and you're in lo- your logic. You and logic are not good friends on normal. Good.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I thought that uh, there's an episode that involves those two that I really enjoy uh where Mike goes back to put the money back. And he hired so we get to see the skills of Mike Ermintraut at work.
0: That was awesome. And it's
1: such a good episode. Because like you know it, he's, he's, he's he's listening to the baseball game like with like his radio and his headphone in and he's eating like all those apples. But he goes in and like he finds the like, money and it's like I think it's under a sink.
0: Yeah it's under like, a sink bathroom. like it's pretty well hidden, in my opinion. I
1: think, I think actually, it was kind of a callback in a way
0: to the uh, um, the drugs in Jesse's house. Yeah, the
1: drug. Yeah, but drugs in Jesse's house though was above the sink. Uh, it wasn't below the sink. So,
0: because uh, it's easier you know, to hide things above. Of course, Jesse would do it above. These rich rich people pay and buy all this stuff. Oh, you Jack know, played... Mom Burkhardt mentioned like, hey, yeah, the guy who plays Chuck, Michael McKean, mm-hmm. played in uh, Laverne and Shirley. I've never you seen see Laverne it? and Shirley.
1: I've never had it either. Uh, that's an older show. So okay. I, I haven't watched that. I've heard about Laverne and Shirley. I know about it. I think I've maybe watched like a couple episodes of Laverne and Shirley, but nothing like where it stuck to me. Um, Laverne you know.
0: and Shirley. Hmm.
1: But... Um, You know, that episode was phenomenal of Mike. And that was also the episode where Kim tells Jimmy that she doesn't want to partner with him. And it crushes Jimmy. You know, like he's like, I wanted to do this whole apartment thing with her and stuff, you know. And uh, something that really I was excited when I first watched this season was one of the lawsuits that they try to file in the show I actually know a lot about and it's the Rico so the episode where he goes to Sandpiper and come to find out that they're overcharging yeah and that whole thing the Rico act is an act that was instilled on when the mafia from the New York family uh, I forget the name of it there's actually a movie that's called find me guilty and it stars Vin Diesel and he has hair yep don't be alarmed and it's the whole story of the RICO Act and how they tried over like I think like 32 gangsters of New York. Uh, it Actually, stars Ben Diesel and Peter Dinklage actually in like one of his first roles. And it is one of the best movies I've seen in a while with a Ben Diesel. Like it, it's a drama film, uh, so huh. if you ever get a chance, you should watch Find Me Find Me Guilty. And that talks about more of the RICO Act and how it became to be. And when they talked about like extortion and like fraud, and I was like, "This looks like it's a RICO act." And then it comes up and it's like, "Yeah, you're trying to get us on RICO." And I was like, "Yeah, I was right." Yeah. Um, which uh, you know, it was it was it was interesting. Uh, I was I was really excited. I was like, "Wow, I I, I totally called that." <laughs> I felt good for a, like a split second, and then I was like, "Yeah, whatever now." Yeah. But yeah, so anything else you want to talk
0: about hmm
1: comes to mind
0: i'll be honest mm-hmm. i mean i got out what i wanted to say about chuck and him mm. i talk about erma trout being awesome i got to talk about jimmy or saul being uh very smart and charismatic honestly when it comes to kim's character i don't like kim's character at least in this season i don't know if i'll feel better um because she's she's one of the people who she's trying to do things her way and jimmy's trying to put her with him he keeps saying no to jimmy because unfortunately it's social suicide to say yes to jimmy that's basically what it is if she ever said yes to jimmy she would lose all connections with each of them and where she's at now, unlike Jimmy, she has a pathway to become a partner in it. She has to mm-hmm. maintain faith. Say no to him. And I understand that. That That's a real thing people go through. They have to decide between friends or uh, career ability. It's just how life is. It, it makes you sad. But it also makes me like, Jimmy, stop trying to incorporate this person. mm mm-hmm. I just i don't know i don't know uh she yeah that's why i don't really have much to say about him right
1: yeah i like uh no spoilers for anyone but i do like kim in later seasons okay um she becomes one of my favorite characters actually um the other per the other thing i want to talk about is we got to uh see colin show up in this um you know with his drugs
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm talking about everyone. <laughs> so, I'm talking about Colin um, from uh, What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah he, he made his first appearance and he was like a pharmacist or something from a company that he was stealing drugs and selling to Nacho. And we got to see Steve. I mean, we got to see uh, Mike do his job, uh, which was interesting. Very interesting stuff. Uh, you know, so he got to like run drugs with this guy or
0: something. And, and anytime, uh, anytime I see him, man, it makes me happy. I just, I just like him. He's good. I, I, I he's think he's a, he's a, he's a solid actor. He plays the. He's definitely a typecast character. You good. know, like he's good. the nerdy, um, dull kind of guy. But he plays mm-hmm. it good and the, the best part is he plays it, and he's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I find like stuff like that, like car- people or characters. like.
1: That. Yeah. And there was also another special guest uh, in the season. It's this uh, it's actually the Colin episode. Um, so at the beginning of the Colin episode, like at, at the beginning, of when we meet Colin, I uh, <laughs> like how we're calling Colin. Um, he he has three guys that he's going to choose from to do a job with him. And it's Mike, it's this big dude, and then it's this other dude that yeah. wears camo pants, is really skinny. Okay,
0: who's that? Yeah, who is he?
1: His name is Steve Oak. He is the voice of Trevor from Grand Theft Auto V. And he is also in The Walking Dead. And he plays, I'm trying to think what he plays in The Walking Dead. I forget his name. He, he looks was super
0: in... familiar to me, and I'm like, yeah. I could look it up.
1: Uh, so he's he's been in a couple of things, but a lot of people remember him as um, shoot. Remember him as Trevor in The Walking Dead. Uh, I mean, Trevor. I mean, Trevor in Grand Theft Auto Five, and then in The Walking Dead, he plays a certain character. I forget his name. Uh, he was also in. Um, let's see anything else that I know him in in reality no I don't uh, Snowpiercer yeah the new Snowpiercer series he was in but uh, The Walking Dead I remember him in and Grand Theft Auto V so The Walking Dead he plays like one of Negan's cromies little, mm. like, little dudes I forget his name um, forget who he played on The Walking Dead
0: oh he's but... also in Westworld apparently
1: yeah, he was in the, the show Westworld. There is a scene I remember him in Westworld, that's right. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, I forgot about him being in Westworld. Um.
0: No. Okay, um, he looks a lot more familiar. Simon.
1: He portrayed Simon. So which you
0: know, okay, you know who I thought he re- you know who I thought he was for a good hot second? You remember <laughs> community. Yeah. You remember um Brida's ex boyfriend who like worked at the carnival and they kept Yeah. That's who I thought he was for a good second. Whenever he's dressed <laughs> up, I'm like, Is that the guy from community? No, it's not him. It's not him out. No, but I-, I don't know why. The same vibe kinda gave me the whole like, hey man, whatever, man, like want me to make it hard for you? Get crapped on. <laughs> Get crapped on.
1: No, uh yeah, so so yeah, he he he's a character that we that was a special guest. It was Steve Ogg because uh, a lot of people are like, "Oh my gosh, is that, the, that that's the guy that does the voice for Trevor? That's the guy that plays Simon on The Walking Dead." And I was like, "Oh yeah, he did play Simon, which Simon is Negan's right hand man in The Walking Dead. Uh, the show's terrible, but <laughs> I still watch it for some odd reason." Um, so yeah, I was pretty psyched. I forgot all about those like little things that they put in. Um, but yeah, I think I have spoken everything I wanted to about Better Call Saul season one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I think that's everything that I need to talk about.
0: Hey, no, awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's all. we got we got next week to do season two. Mm-hmm. Season one was a fantastic start for me. Yeah, the fact that Mike is taking basically uh, the second main character role why I think I like the show so much because the combination of Saul and Mike together fantastic. And I'm pretty sure the second season I loved even more. Um, mm-hmm. I just have to I'll know whenever I watch it because here's the funny thing. I actually thought season one ends whenever he finds the family. Like I thought it ended there. I didn't think he went into the old people, him trying to get them to show him all the, the Rico information that he Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was season two. I thought that was mid season two. Nope. So I, I don't even remember how the season ended, <laughs> which is fantastic. <laughs> That's good. Like that, that means I, I get to enjoy it again. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you so much for stopping by. and joining me mm-hmm. on the talk of Bearcall Saul season one. So next week, awesome, yeah. we'll be doing Bearcall Saul season two. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere next week, right? No. I'm not eating. Unless I have
1: to. So... Unless I have to, I will I will say this. If people are planning to watch us, there might be a part where I might have to go out to Pennsylvania again in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to be helping one of my best friends. Uh, the one, actually, I stayed with this weekend. Uh, he's going to be having a child soon. Ooh. And uh, he's going to need help, like, cooking. So I said that on one weekend I would come out, like, after the child was born and help him with cooking, taking care of the kid. Then getting them into a rhythm. You know because a lot of people don't know this but when you go through birthing and like you know when you when you finally have a child it's very hectic it, it's, you know, it's like very people. of
0: a like a i don't want yeah. to say culture shock but it's definitely a way of like at yeah. the so at, at the church that i go to whenever mm-hmm. uh, a new like, mom gets gives birth, birth mm-hmm. all the we call them precious women or just the older women of the, the church and whatnot will get together and they will all make a meal month for mm-hmm. them. They will just prepare meals all month for the family, so mm-hmm. the mom or, or the husband doesn't have to work. Making Cooking. the meals and they can focus yeah. on the baby, exactly. And yep. I'm like, that's, that's, exactly that's a good thing a community can do. I, yeah, I think you're doing I'm, good there. And
1: uh, Mama Burkari is gonna help out with that. She's gonna help, uh, she's gonna make some dishes with me. Ooh. And we are going to uh, pretty much have them, like, you know, well, the three, we're going to do four meals. Like, my father in law is going to help. So, we have um, Bakesy, uh quarter chicken. I'm doing a chicken pot pie. And then I forget what's the last thing he was going to do. Oh, it was a roast. He was going to do a beef roast. And then Mama Burkhart is going to make glorified rice. Mm. Um because that's a pretty good dish That I really like of hers So, And I think Seth would love it So I'm going to be helping them out And I don't know when that's going to happen So excuse us if this happens But uh, you know well, We wanted to just give back to like a buddy of ours That really helped us out lately um, You know Not to get into ended too deep But my family just moved And uh, he came all the way from Pennsylvania With you
0: mm-hmm. uh, he-, he drove me back move. so I appreciate
1: yeah. it yeah. No, he, uh, he. No, he didn't drive you back, did he? No, he he
0: drove me back home, yeah. like to Ohio, yeah, home, yeah. and then I drove yeah. back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. No, and he's a great guy. I love talking to him. So mm-hmm. maybe I can help out also. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, Austin, I can't, man. Mm-hmm. There you go. Way you go. Be a good friend mm-hmm. and be a good personal. Yay! Awesome. Thanks. Kurt saying hey, that no problem man just don't be cold don't become saul goodman whoa i think i'm good <laughs> and you say that you're pretty charismatic anyways awesome thank you so much and for joining me. you
1: will me. atone for your sins <laughs> <sense.
0: laughs> that, that should be clip that really should be yeah clip. yeah uh yeah. anyways awesome thank you so much for joining me yeah. uh thank you to everyone who stopped by to uh say hi talk, give us a little trivia about uh michael mckeel and we appreciate y'all We'll see you guys all next time when we do season two, Barakaw Saul, tentatively, 1 p.m. Sunday.